We're now watching countries like Israel see their cases surge to spark high vaccination rates. How important are boosters to maintaining this no lockdown plan and how soon we need to get them so that we can maintain these freedoms we're being promised? We need to get used to being vaccinated with COVID vaccines for the future. Um, I can't see that COVID is not going to be with us forever. Um, maybe in the future we can have even better vaccines and coverage across the world to achieve that. I mean, as a public health doctor, we always want to have diseases go, um, get totally eliminated, but that's not on the horizon in the near future. So booster doses, repeat doses will be part of it. You know, there'll be different advice about different schedules, which doses you get. But at the moment, our priority has to be getting first and second doses into people. And there will be recommendations about booster doses in the future. And I can assure you that the Commonwealth Government has, produced, has purchased a large quantities of vaccine into 2022. And this will be a regular cycle of vaccination and revaccination. Welcome to the Daily Wrap-Up, a concise show dedicated to bringing you the most relevant independent news as we see it from the last 24 hours. Because the plan here, as you guys know, and this is why I first kind of designed the setup here was to eventually have some sort of uh, not even Joe Rogan-esque kind of idea where we can be in the same room. We have our TV up, actually up right here where we can see what's going on. And the plan is to be able to have multiple cameras so we can go back and forth. Yeah point out or show studies on the screen and so on. Yeah. So it's, it's, we have some good things planned. Yeah. We have some uh, important stuff coming. It'll be exciting. And one, just not, I haven't even asked her by the way, but I would love to get Catherine Austin Fitz in this room since she oh. has a lot of stuff happening in Tennessee. So that is would be pretty in cool. Tennessee? Well, she is based in one, in one of these, oh. I think, I think her out, the group is based cool. here, but she's jumping all around doing some amazing That's work. Awesome. Yeah. That'd be awesome. But all right, good. So we're looking good. Sounds good. Cool. We're getting there. Oh, all right. Wow. So back to this point and th this, is something I all of a sudden don't want to say the wrong name. I think this was shared by uh, uh, Jordan Peterson today on, on Twitter. But regardless, it was shared and been talked about by a lot of people with the credentials to do so. Serious adverse events of special interest following mRNA vaccination in randomized trials. Now, this is not a peer-reviewed study, which doesn't necessarily discount it as much as the communities would like to do. You know, act like that discounts it because it's not, even though they'll often point to ones that aren't when it supports their point, right? The reality is that it should be considered because it's scientific research. And just because it's peer review, doesn't mean that it's absolute fact, right? That's important. Now, peer review or not peer reviewed site, this is discussing a random trial, which is important, serious adverse events of special interest, not just adverse events. That's a really important point to see right out of the gate because they're finding, and I'll get to the point in a second, the, the correlation here with the serious event, adverse events, which are death, which are critical care, you know, lifelong, like a Mary DeGaray sort of, or Mary DeGaray's, Maddie, Maddie DeGaray, thank you, situation where she's in a wheelchair the rest of her life. That's the kind of stuff we're talking about here, just to set the tone for how serious this is. Here's what it says. Results, Pfizer and Moderna, mRNA, COVID-19 vaccines, which let's not miss how this is obviously slanted in the mRNA direction, right? We're associated with an increased risk of serious adverse events of special interest. 
combined. And now it gets into the the, the respective differences. They're pretty close. It's 10.1 versus 15.1 per 10,000, which is alarmingly high. Scott did some math on that. We'll point out in a second. Combined, it says, when you put them together, the mRNA vaccines were associated with an absolute risk. You guys know how important that is versus uh, relative risk reduction of serious adverse events of special interest of 12.5 per 10,000. So if our math is correct, what did that, what did that amount to in a population of what we have in this country? So out of a population of 330 million, so assuming all 330 million people in the United States took that injection, we calculated that there'd be approximately 412,000 serious adverse events, which trying to find a city that that would be comparative to, to wrap your mind around, it'd be literally the city of Minneapolis, Minneapolis. So every single person in the city of Minneapolis would have a severe adverse reaction up to and including death right yeah yeah yeah. i mean it it just breaks my heart and i i I don't want to say no pun intended every time it really does upset me like to the point to where we're talking about people i guess we're not focused on the specific heart talk but these people are how do you ignore something like that you know and that's the thing is that this is my point i keep making that i don't think i think everybody out there can see this other than a very select group of people that are have just decided at all cost you shall not pass kind of thing no matter what i am not going to look at this data but four hundred thousand. I mean, 12 out of 10,000, that is higher than, I mean, we are that, you know, I should have done that before we started. I bet you there's a lot of things out there that we act like are incredibly serious that are not as, that are, how would you say that the right way? That are, that happen less, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, so it'd be yeah. like a higher per one, per 100,000 or yeah. so on. And it's just the information is undeniable, right? So anyway, to the point, so Minneapolis is what you said. So yeah. the entire City of Minneapolis is the number we're talking about that would happen out of the population. And these are serious adverse events, not just heart, you know, stomach aches and so on. My God. I mean, it just, it's crazy. It's crazy. It really is. Now, this is not peer reviewed, obviously, but there's a lot of studies that have backed this up throughout this whole process. Yeah. I mean, even going back, I remember the very, very, very beginning, like seeing the clinical data from like Moderna, for example, they're Mm -hmm. showing like the three different categories, like low, medium and high dose. And it was like. It was like a hundred percent of the people in the high dose reported having adverse reactions. And then it was like a staggering, like 80% was like serious. There was like serious and then severe, but it was just like astronomical stuff. And this was like early 2020. I remember this is, this is, this is that point that I brought up a lot in regard to the lipid nanoparticle concentration, right? Where the only way they were able to make these work in the past was by increasing lipid nanoparticle concentration, but they found that the, it was like perfect. It was exactly um, compare it, the more you increased them, the higher the adverse events, yeah. simple. Yeah. And at every time they found that, and I've never heard anybody explain why that isn't what's happening now. Yeah. It's right? almost, it's almost back to the unavoidably unsafe argument where it's just like, you know, you just find that, that sweet spot where it's, yeah, we're going to get some injuries, but you know, we need to put it right in that sweet spot where it's justifiable to still roll it out. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just crazy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it, well, it's, it comes down to That's what we're now seeing with all the Pfizer data that's being released and being broke down by people that are being honest about it yeah. is it's like, well, it does say that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like you look at their data. It's like, well, wait a minute. It literally outlines what we're saying and they're saying that's fake. So we get in this weird dynamic. This is where I keep coming to where what's the next step at that point. Mm-hmm. Right. I didn't even plan to talk about this today, but it's an honest question that we should be considering. So we have the data. It shows what we're saying. We're standing up going, this is crazy. You're hurting people. And they just go, you're crazy. You're a conspiracy theorist. Yeah. And then the media presents that as if everyone agrees with them. Yeah. What do we do? What do we do? You have any thoughts? I mean, we just keep reporting on it, man. And it's like, you know, people aren't stupid. I think people are brainwashed people are trapped in this in this paradigm where they're afraid to maybe break out of it you know but, mm-hmm. but, but we just have to keep 
shouting it out. I agree with that. Keep shouting it no out. No matter what, I think what this is yeah. is always important. And yeah. the, the, the people that want to argue that, you know, we got to take action, I agree. Yeah. But we don't stop doing this. Yeah, that exactly. has to keep going. Exactly. I guess I'm just kind of at a loss. And, and you know, we I, I, no, I don't think either of us ever claimed to have all the answers about yeah. what the next step should be when you've achieved that goal. Right. So we've, I don't, I can't say for sure we have, but let's hypothetically say we've achieved the goal. We have informed everybody. Mm-hmm. 90% of the population is like, okay, I see what Ryan and Scott are saying. Yeah. And then they still go, you're crazy. You're all conspiracy theorists. You're a minority and still push it. You know, like yeah. that's, this is where people would be like, you, you take violent action, right? You march through the streets, you do, but I don't agree with that. Yeah. Just me personally. But you know, you're getting to this point where you're like, you know, what would you do? If yeah. they're getting increasing the World Health Organization and all this different stuff, I know I'm just throwing. I don't know we ever have answers for it, but <laughs> I want people to think about this yeah. because I think we're there, you know. Yeah. And then we start yeah. have to start asking what we do when stuff like this continues to be conf- presented to us, and they just keep shouting it down. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's very frustrating. Yeah, for sure. But it says, and this is the important part here, guys: the excess risk. Now, this is when you compare. This is where you get into the comparison between the safe and effective argument, right? The emergency use authorization, which I'm pretty sure I've just completely destroyed over the last so many shows about the five, six different reasons right now, legally speaking, it shouldn't even be valid. But if the benefits don't outweigh the risks, you don't need to say anything else, right? Here's that right there. The excess risk of serious, not just all of them, and at all of them, it'd be way worse, just the serious adverse events of special interest surpassed the risk reduction for COVID hospitalization relative to the placebo group in both Pfizer-Moderna trials. So these are they're taking the Pfizer-Moderna trial data and saying, compared to what they're claiming the benefit is mm-hmm. to reduce hospitalization, it's not enough to make this make sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's pretty profound. Yeah. But it's, you know, not peer-reviewed. Therefore, and here's the problem is things like this will almost never get peer-reviewed. No. Just like even when they do, the editorial team pulls it back anyway. Yeah. Right? So yeah. it's just it's just crazy. Before I read the discussion, any thoughts on that so far? I mean, I mean, that's that's... So yeah, here's the clear science, right? Here's, here's actual stuff that we can like look at facts and data and report on. Um, <clears throat> and, and it's still, you know, like, I think your point of just like, this will never permeate into the mainstream. This will never be on like CNN or Fox news. Right. It'll never be on there. Like right. this will never be widely adopted. And, and the peer review process, like you can look at um, like the Dr. Paul Thomas peer reviewed by Dr. James Lyons-Weiler, you know, when, when you have a peer reviewed study that goes so far against the narrative that it actually, you know, hurts them, mm-hmm. then they'll just pull it. They'll just pull it. I saw Peter Doshi on here. I know he's a very, you know, he's been doing a lot of good work this whole time. Yeah, from the BMJ. Study. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Medical yeah. Journal, you know, and so it's like, you know, these people are already like persona non grata across the board. Yeah. And so, you know, it's almost like these discussions just, you know, we, we shout them out, right? And we can we can use them to inform our decision making. But, you know, that's about as far as it goes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, again, that's the point that this this is important because, you know, doing that part of it's good. It's just the next step is is for, you know, making sure everyone sees it and then trying to take action with that reality when the majority is on your side, you know, but yeah, you're right. I mean, you've got a lot of really highly credentialed people calling this stuff out. Our our next point, in fact, is going to make that exact, this exact same point where people are being censored on places like Twitter for Mm -hmm. posting peer reviewed science with no commentary, just posting and saying, here's a study. Oh, censored. Can't talk about that. You know, we've seen this the entire time where they're literally censoring things just because it challenges the narrative. Like, for instance, the point I just talked about yesterday is the division one golfer. Mm -hmm. That story where he got myocarditis after the vaccination. He went to the doctor. The doctor said 100 percent caused by the vaccine. Gave him documentation. I mean, you can quibble about whether the doctor is right. But, you know, at what point do you know the doctor writes the note, says you got it. Vaccine caused. 
and he went on TikTok and they censored him. Yeah, exactly. You know, and, and exactly. it just and he's as far as I know, he's still censored when he talks about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, like yeah. how do you yeah. how do you make sense of that? Yeah, it's hard to break through that, man. Like I just there's there's no way. There's no way to break through that 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 layer of censorship, you know what I mean? And it's a, but that that tells you everything you need to know. Like if that's what they're attacking, that's what they're focusing on, that means that we're just like we're right over it. Right. And see the, and see this is where I take it back to the argument of the pirate stream conversation, yeah. right? Like in my mind, that's where I've just taken like so we ask what's the next step? I think the only way you actually find a way to make that irrelevant is to stop allowing their systems to be the central, the, 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 where we connect, right? Yeah. Don't, if you like, for instance, YouTube, Twitter, the reason their censorship matters is because we network on those platforms yeah. and then they pull the rug out. You're like, well, now what do I do? They yeah. took my voice away. But as I'm showing with the pirate streams, if we simply network somewhere else, you know, those can be vulnerable places too, but you put somewhere that's a freedom, freedom of speech focused. Yeah. You network there, and every time you go live, we're like, we're using that channel. Yeah, you know, exactly. it doesn't matter yeah, yeah. You know, whether it's the subscription numbers, the views on the account, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's just about have, giving people a place to meet. And if we no longer allow them to pull that rug out, then it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Right? I'm proving that. I get censored every day from oh, YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, doesn't, it just doesn't matter, right? Yeah, yeah. And we get three, 4,000 views on a channel with 10 subscribers. Yeah. Very interesting. I just yeah, want to yeah. point that out. I thought that was important. Definitely. Yeah. You've done a lot of really amazing work, like building out your infrastructure and making it so that you have a platform that, you know, whether, you know, they'll keep attacking, but mm. you can like duck and dodge and weave and you start right. that center. You have the website, you know, and, and I've tried to like, kind of in a way, like emulate your format of like pushing shows out, like mm, notifications right. and stuff like that. And then your, your discord community, stuff like that. Like it's, it's, you know, you got a good thing built. Um, Thank you. That really helps your resiliency through this madness. You reminded yeah. me of dodgeball. That's why I laughed. There you go. Dip, dive and dodge. Yep. But yeah, it's important. And I mean, even even on, even with this, what we're doing, it's still you know. I was actually just talking with Corbett about mm -hmm. his subscription model. You know, and how yeah. you. I think that's what we. I have to start going back to. I was using yeah. PayPal originally on the yeah, platform, yeah. but they pulled that out. But you need to get a place where they can commit to your website and yeah. do you know and so on because you know I get it. Anyway, back back to the topic. Discussion. Final point. It says the excess risk of serious adverse events found in our study points to the need for formal harm benefit analysis. So you know what that means to me is there. I mean, this is kind of how these these studies, they can't come out and be like, you guys lied and we're proving that, you know, it's kind of like, well, we need the like a real benefit analysis is what they're sort of saying. I would take it as, you know, like, so they did one, but clearly it's incorrect. So we need a formal harm benefit analysis, sort of like calling them out, I think. And it says, particularly those that are stratified according to the risk of serious COVID-19 outcomes, such as hospitalization or death. Yeah. And anybody involved in that study, do not take any uh, airplane trips while you're conducting this study. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, it's just, it, it just doesn't get any clearer, you know, now I'm not saying that that proves everything. It's, it's not peer reviewed, but it's just, at, it's as this show has kind of done at least since start of COVID, but pretty every other topic we cover, it's about the continuity of the building of the data, going back over all the shows we've done so, so far and, and taking this in consideration with all of that as well. You know, that's what tends to happen in this back and forth is they attack the one point in front of you as if there's nothing else that makes it make sense. Right. But these, yeah. this is important, not just because it's the only thing, but because it adds up with all the other things, the real world data we're seeing the reports on theirs, you know, and on and on and on. So it's just, this is just disgusting to me that we pretend like this, or they pretend like it's not there. Yeah. Yeah. And, and also like what you were saying, like, how, like you always say, like operating within their narrative, like this mm -hmm. is based on their clinical trial data, this is off right. their data. So it's like, right. you know, it's, it's that much more potent, you know? Right. And, yeah. and that, and that's always an important point to make too, is that, you know, yes, you can see one of the things I, I get this pushback on and I understand it because I'm, I'm, I, I get the questioning question, everything, Yeah. but you'll make an argument 
And I always say like within their narrative and someone just goes, you know, but, but what spike protein, what COVID virus, you know, it's like, I get your point, trust me, but that's not helping. Right. It's like, I, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they're right. And maybe I should just stand up and say nothing exists. And here's what, but it's, if we're trying to reach those people, it's like, this is the joke we made last time. I think we talked, it's like taking some normie that just stepped out of CNN and be like adrenochrome. And they're like, what? (laughs) They run the other direction, you know, ready for the (laughs) it's like, you got to ease these people into it. And I think the best way to do that is just to simply show you that their logic is broken. Yeah. Start at the easiest place and say, exactly. here's what they're claiming. And here's how even their narrative doesn't back that up. I think, I think from uh, a, like a rhetoric standpoint, like operating within their narrative and debasing their arguments right. and discrediting them within their, within their own narrative is the best way to do it. Totally. So effective. Totally. Yeah. And I've had my own shows on the side where I've, you know, I, I, I'm right there with you in regard to the isolation and all these conversations, you know, but it's just yeah. important to get these people where they can actually totally. take a step into it. You know, totally. Here, here's the next one in regard to, the censorship we were just talking about. Now, the study they're pointing to is peer-reviewed, which makes this even more interesting. And this is the one that we just covered, the other, both I think both yesterday and the day before. COVID-19 vaccination, specifically the Pfizer injection, not the community, the unapproved, quote-unquote, well, the only one that's in circulation, temporarily impairs semen concentration and total motile count, which is the total sperm count in the semen donors. Now, it does say undergone peer review. It says, but, and this is an interesting caveat, has not been through copy editing. Like, well, okay, so what does that even mean? Like, so there might be typos? Yeah. Like, th- 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 I think that's more of a way to say, but the editor still might pull it based on their own subjective political views, right? Yeah. But peer reviewed is all is what we should be talking about. But, and I, I should add that uh, on top of this, Alex Bernson pointed out, I covered yesterday, that if you actually look at the data, it contradicts what they're saying. It appears that in most cases, some of the data shows that it doesn't go back to normal. Mm. And really that at the end of the day, it shows a prolonged almost five-month reduction, which I don't know why that even constitutes temporary, Mm -hmm. but that the data really does show a concerning risk of just general reproductivity. Now, the point here is, as as Ed Acorn points out, in an outrageous attack on scientific inquiry and free speech, Twitter has permanently suspended, which is a stupid contradictory term, Dr. Andrew Boston, who we've referenced many times. 48,000 followers on Twitter for posting a peer-reviewed study in the scientific journal Andrology on post-COVID vaccination effects and tags Elon Musk, which I don't even know why. Then <laughs> we can talk about that after this, yeah, after this point, because sure. Elon's an interesting conversation. Mm-hmm. But you have any thoughts on, on that whole process? Ah, man, you mean the... Uh, Just the censorship yeah. of peer-reviewed studies? Yeah, I mean, of course. Yeah, I mean, of course. So, you know, okay, so like, yeah, to get to the Elon thing, like, you know, it's like, it seems like, like Elon's not coming to save us, you guys. Like, again, like, back to what you <laughs> right. were just saying, like, like this can't be our only way of disseminating this information, you know? Right. Um, you know, luckily we have shows like yours. Luckily we have platforms like, you know, the last American Vagabond where this information can be disseminated. But, uh, you know, Twitter is like, it's like the easy way out, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's people just, uh, it's convenient, you know, so, and again, Corbett talks about this all the time. It's like, just going that one extra step of having to type in the address into the URL to get your information. You know, sometimes that's too much. That's too much to ask for people. So, you know, we have to break that habit, mm-hmm. um, not relying on Twitter. And yeah, it's just like, that's not going to change anytime soon, folks. Like we have to actually put effort into uh, uh, actually getting our information. You know? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, the, the point, this is why they want you there. It's kind of what your point is there. You know, they, it's, it's, they, or good example, tr- tr- uh, truth, social, okay. or, I hate to say it, even rumble, even though I'm using it, like my suspicions, I don't know for sure, is that they're building these platforms in a way to be able to sort of pull the rug out. You know, it's, it's a, it's a, 
would be the right analogy? Honeypot's not right, but it, it just it's ultimately they want that to happen so they can centralize. You know, they put all your eggs in that basket, yeah. right? So then yeah, they yeah. can crush them, right? Yeah. And that's that's what happened with YouTube. We all saw that now. I don't yeah. think anybody can argue that censorship on YouTube is a conspiracy theory anymore, yeah. right? So they're yeah. blatantly calling it that. But it, it concerns me, you know? And so they want these centralized platforms like Twitter so they can do that. And I got to be honest, I've said plenty of times, Twitter is, it, it, I think it's hands down the best location for real-time data. But yeah. you have to assume 50% of it's probably BS, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. But that's called being an adult, right? Yeah. We should be able to consider that. Yeah, yeah. But it is, it's, you know, you get these instant data. That's why you actually do get a lot of truth that swings through there that they try to censor and cover up because they can't really manage everything yeah. instantaneously, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. Definitely important. But yeah, so yeah. Th the point is we, this is what happens even when you have you know, what what they would argue is the right tools or mm -hmm. peer-reviewed science or, and this is kind of my point from before. How did we get to a point where peer-reviewed science you know, and again, remember, that's what it should be. Just it's just another data point. It could be wrong. They could be mistaken and so on. But how do we get to a point to where the very thing they say we should look at is not even regarded anymore? Yeah. Like it's not retracted. Yeah. It's not that the people haven't been debunked. Yeah. It's just ignored. Yeah. It's ignored. <laughs> I just, just think ignored. it's crazy. It's very subjective, too. Yeah. Know? This is just somebody behind a keyboard, like just taking out their own personal agendas on whatever. Like, as you know, I don't know. I don't know. It's like the. Has anybody let these guys know that like it's all been debunked? Like it's we're back to normal, guys. Like, come on, you know. Who are you talking it's about? Like, it's just like the whole uh like the COVID nonsense. Like people that are still fighting to maintain the 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 mainstream narrative, you know, it's like they're just like the soldiers that are still on that Japanese island, you know. Like, yeah, right, like, right. World War II ended. You know what I mean? It's like it's over, guys. We've debunked everything. Look, there's a study and Oh, like, I see no, what you're saying. Yeah, you know what? That study's gotta go because I want to maintain my little personal bubble of, of right. whatever you know yeah, yeah i get it yeah and i agree i think i and they may believe they're on the front lines of some massive battle and they're just yeah. about to win and it's like it's yeah. a, it's the ukraine russia analogy right yeah, they're they're, they're the you they they're they're screaming we're gonna win and we're yeah, winning yeah. and everyone's on our side and they're just like this close to losing yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's what's happening right exactly. now exactly and they're taking it out on all of us they're like nope that study i don't care that's yeah well, there's some there's some stuff we'll get into today that'll make that point even more clear from even non-COVID points. But yeah. that's what the government does, guys. I mean, yeah. that's what they this is why it, it needs to be seen, especially coming into the illusion of primaries, that these people don't care what you think. Yeah. I mean, for crying out loud, that shouldn't be a conspiracy theory anymore. Yeah. I mean, it's just whether even if you believe that the voting system is functional. Fair point. I'll let I'll let we can pretend that it still has a process to it. We know it's being manipulated yeah. on all sides. Yeah. The levers of power. They've been so many things along the way, gerrymandering and everything else they do to alter the way it can go down, just blatant cheating. Right. We've seen that happen on all sides. And yet we still pretend like it's going to change something. We just need to recognize that they don't care what we think. No. I mean, the, the, that's why this stuff's happening in the first place. No, it's it's to their advantage that we don't think and just fall in line and just, you know, just uh, give them money and don't question anything. Yeah. Well, here's, you know, it's funny since you say that, I'll save these next two points for a second. Where was that? This is the point I was going to get into next. It's actually a perfect segue to this. This blows my mind. I mean, I shouldn't say that because it's just actually right in line with what they've been doing so far. But this is crazy. The Herald Sun put out this tweet. What was this one? Oh, sorry. We'll get to that next. It says, giving your coworkers and family members the silent treatment and texting, meaning not talking, mm -hmm. could be the key to getting the COVID pandemic under control. You get that, guys? Don't talk to people. Then here's, here's what I said. Understand what they're actually saying here. They're not referring to sick people. They're telling us all to stop talking to each other in general because COVID. So let's recap. Don't talk. Don't research. Don't question. Just be quiet and follow. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. Exactly. Don't look at sunsets. We remember that <laughs> yeah, one. Right. Uh, yep, we remember that one. I just can't believe this. Like, this is my point about how I just can't believe that 
the majority could be this stupid to go, yep, that's their that's the lowest common denominator that I think they're desperately trying to maintain. Yeah. It's not the majority to just don't talk to your family. Like this, this is the whole idea about dinners. Remember, they don't want you to have the, because they know you're going to collect and you're going to yeah. be like, Hey, what's going on in your life? Yeah. Let's question these things. Let's talk about it. Yeah. My God. Yeah. Their, their worst nightmare is like people that, that cross lines, right? You know, racial lines, ethnic lines, you know, like all mm-hmm. these different lines that they've constructed and separated us out into. Like if we actually start sitting down and comparing notes and being like, well, here's what I'm seeing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Oh boy, that's their biggest fear. It is. I mean, that's what they remember during the holidays. They're like, don't yeah. get together for your dinners. And, yeah. you know, it's the same thing. They just know that it, either you're going to be able to discuss things, which they don't want, or you're going to have someone like us there going, yeah. you guys are wrong. Here's the facts. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> they, yeah. they don't want that, you know? Yeah. So just don't talk to anybody, I guess, forever. Yeah. I forever. mean, like, how does there's not any like, time frame? Unless well, you're in the metaverse. Yeah, right. Exactly. Well, you know what? That's probably the next point to this, is. right? Is yes. that, well, it's okay, though. You can go talk on your platforms, right? Yep. That's what you want. Yeah. My God. Yeah. Just alarming, isn't yep, it? But it's crazy. <laughs> so I wanted to play a couple more COVID points. But, but hold on. They're just speaking four words an hour increases the spread of COVID-19 10 times more than breathing normally. Like, where do they come up with this stuff? That's, like, yeah, that's a good question. Like, I remember out in Oregon, uh, the Oregon Health Authority, they released like some guidelines about like just being in public. And they said, like, if you're at the park, you know, make sure that you're not like like dancing or singing, right? Or any, That's any right. Stuff, remember I that? remember that. Like the dancing or singing, like you can't, you can't uh, sing. The happy birthday, like don't sing happy birthday because of the, the plosives, the P's and the B's, right? Don't, don't, because it's pretty, oh, it's just like, so crazy. where do they come up with this stuff, man? Like it's just madness. You're right. Though. I mean, this, this is, this is the kind of, so here's a good, good, good point. If, if the people that have already accepted that these people are, whatever, trust the science, whatever that means to them, well, they ignore all sorts of other science, is that these people, they just, they don't look into this, you know, as it says at the bottom proceedings of the national Academy of science study. So where, oh, where's the link? Yeah. Right. Can we look into it? Did they post it on the article? Maybe they did. But the point is that that's what you should reviewed? be looking at. Is it peer reviewed? Is well, you know, it's good. let's find out. Let's, let's find, why not? That's the, that's the best way to do this is to call them on their BS. Right. I bet you it's not. There's, yeah. been, there's been very few peer reviewed studies. They've actually, re- oh, of course, has it, has you got to pay. Sorry. You got to pay. Can't figure it out. Has it been copy edited yet? Is that, is that the deal? You can't see it. It's, it's on a, it's, it's on a, uh, Hold on. I went too fast for you to see it. You got to pay. Oh, look at that. God, it's so, so stupid. Good. Which is t- that's just a good sign of failing corporate media. Right? Yeah, that's a good sign. Let yes. me do let me do one last test just to see if maybe we can get it on the way back machine. Archive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, maybe. Sometimes it is just the page where you just archive the pay page. Let's see. Well, how are they censoring the way back machine? How does that work? Not censoring, but like know. some of these outlets are are able, it seems, to remove like their way back saves. I keep seeing that happen. I'm not sure it's redirecting. Let's give it a second. Maybe it'll go. But anyway, so yeah, it's a good. The point with this is just the study is arguing four words an hour. Like yeah. so, the only way this could have been done. There's no way that's peer reviewed. Yeah. The only way is going to be an in in lab observational type thing where they yeah. like speak into a box yeah. and you know and then grade. But yeah. everybody speaks differently with different, you know, enunciation and, yeah. you know, and who's speaking four words an hour. <laughs> like, what is, what, what is that? No, it didn't work. Oh, well. Oh, well. Yeah. But good point. We should find out whether it is, but see that my point was, was that nobody cares. No one's going to care to look into that study. They're just going to take it face value. That yeah. Don't talk to your family. Cause, yeah. cause you're a crazy, co- you know, yeah. you can only speak in emojis. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Well, so here, here is the kind this is what I want. This is what we need to do. This, this is what people need to do. It, it, it's the time has come to no longer step softly about this. And that's, that, that's my opinion. Mm-hmm. 
is that we have all the evidence. And to be quite honest, we've been here for a long time. Yeah. I'm just getting fed up with the point that we need to stop soft peddling our arguments and don't say, well, you know, there are some uses for the elderly. I don't agree with that. I think the data makes that clear. That's why we have people like Michael Eden, you know, 30 year Pfizer veteran who is now on the other side screaming about how this is not only just dangerous, but he believes it's intentional. Yeah. There's no way they could have done this without knowing it. So let me play this guy's clip and I'll get your thoughts on it. This is from GBN. James uh, DeLingpole, if I'm saying it correctly, he's been a kind of an outspoken voice for a while now, but this is him on this channel. Just like I said, he has clearly done stepping softly and we all should be. So let's, let's take a look. Okay, partly it's been frightened by Ofcom regulations, but but mainly the media has been bribed to push these these. And by the way, let me know in the chat if you guys could hear that because this is different than the one we played earlier. It's not actually; it's a it's from my computer. So okay. let me know, guys, if you can hear this while it's playing. It'll be a good test. Experimental gene therapies, which are, which have been uh, uh, rushed out, which haven't been been given proper safety testing, and I find it extraordinary, given that everyone in the country now knows somebody who has suffered vaccine injuries of some kind. I know people who've lost relatives. I know people who've, who've, who've suffered all manner of you know myocarditis and stuff. And two out of three panelists are still de defending the government's line. Obviously, uh, these people need to be um, compensated for the for the damage that's been done to them by the vaccines that, in many cases, they were coerced into taking. I had somebody on the podcast the other day, um, a, a guy called Alex Mitchell, who was a fifty who was a fifty seven year old scaffolder. He was absolutely healthy, uh, no medical problems whatsoever. He had the AstraZeneca vaccine. They're not, they're not even vaccines. Within within four days, he suffered blood clots and had to go in for emergency surgery. The, the surgical team thought he was going to die. In the end, he, he, he survived just a week later. He had to have a leg amputated. I spoke to him about the vaccine compens compensation, which is, as you know, you get a maximum of £120,000. Imagine that, for losing your leg, the maximum you can get is £120,000. And he, he told me two particularly shocking things. One is that actually uh, he was almost ineligible for the full payment. You've got to have been shown to have suffered 60% um, uh, uh, loss uh, to, to, to qualify for the full amount. Uh, and the second thing was it, he confirmed that nobody has been compensated. I suspect there is a reluctance on the part of the state to pay out because they know that by paying out the, the, these sums, it, it's going to uh, crystallise in many people's minds that vaccine injury is a problem and it isn't going to go away. Can I just... You're becoming very conspiratorial there, James. I mean, you oh, predicted right. crystal gazing about what may or may not be going on. In... These are real people. Oh, absolutely. Are you but... just trying to dismiss them and add absolutely to the government spokes... not... spokeswoman? No, 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 not what well, it sounds like. It. And I'm not a government spokesperson and I've never been accused of that before. A useful idiot, life. maybe. I, I, that's just, I just, it's hilarious to me. I, you know, you're sounding a little, like, even the way she responds, like, you're sounding a little conspiratorial, and she's like, like, she, like, nods at the camera, like, you know, like, that's enough. Like, that's her argument. Like, conspiracy, yeah. right, guys? You know, like, like, how is that an argument? Like, these people are so stupid. I can't stand it. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Uh, they're, they're, it's stupidity. It's, it's just brainwashing. Like, she's in that position, right, for the, for the very reason that she is a mouthpiece and a spokesperson. And she is, like, instructed to carry out a certain agenda. And she knows it. She knows the line. She knows what she needs to, to, to propagate. She mm -hmm. knows what her role is in this. And so, you know, yeah. You know, I, if it's it, it, very likely. 
just my personal take on how she responded. She to me looks exactly. She looks like a useful idiot. Like I don't. She looks like somebody that thinks she's doing the right exactly. thing. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like where she's like, yeah, that sounds like a little. I'm, that those things have been. To- we're told those are conspiracy. And what's your argument? Right. That what may or may not have happened. He's not talking about hypotheticals here. He's literally saying these people have had vaccine adverse events. Your government has said this can happen. These events are possible. This is what I keep saying is like, okay, myocarditis can happen from the vaccine. Then two days later, some kid goes, I just got myocarditis myocarditis from the vaccine. And everybody calls him a conspiracy theorist. Yeah. He gets censored on Twitter. Yeah. It's like, well, did they investigate? Yeah. Well, no, they no. just censored the topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's, uh, I'm just looking at it right here, like 28,859 deaths, according to VAERS, you know, according to this this underreported system here, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But, it's, but that's conspiracy. It's completely conspiracy, and then it can be dismissed and just well, wiped on, under the rug and, you know, don't even think so. Let me, let me grab that for you. That's, we should, that's a good point. I mean, we, I went over this the other day in regard to, uh, what was it? It's Open VAERS. That's, the, that, that's the one that has the good yeah, breakdown. yeah. yeah, yeah. And and what's crazy to me about this is, and this is this, and this actually, well, you know, let me reference back at this once, uh, once we get to the the heart collapsing athlete part yeah. of this. But th- so this is the important thing to remember. And I was actually just talking about this with my brother, and the con- like he's kind of arguing online with somebody about this whole concept. Is anybody honest with this? Can't say for sure that we know that every one of these is caused by the vaccine. That's just honest, right? But the whole point is that that's not how this system was ever designed. And I keep showing it this the other day. The UK in 2006 openly stated that. They said, look, we don't need to prove these things. It's just about the safety signals. Yeah. Right. We know people can lie. Right. We know people can be wrong. And that's why it's only about 1% of the total as HHS and Harvard admitted in their research. Yeah. But so their point is that we, if we have a certain number of safety signals back then, it was like 50 (laughs) that we're supposed to pull it off the market. And here we are. Good. I was going to say, if you scroll down to a Mm -hmm. little bit further, my favorite chart on this whole thing. Well, not favorite. I mean, it's horrible. I I get what you mean. Yeah. (laughs) But just the the days of onset, days to onset from from actually getting an injection to where if you go down, it's the very last chart at the bottom of the page. Oh, got it. Where it says, uh, let's just like all of the adverse reactions are happening within 48 to 72 hours of of the injection. Right. And see, and and you know why that's such an important point, as, as our audience will remember, is because of the Alberta information that they basically let out on accident yeah. and then it's quickly yeah, yeah. censored, but, yeah, but people that. caught it, which proved, and this is not the only place you could find this. This data has been proven many times over as, as it loads that every single thing that happened, or excuse me, to be, be accurate, the vast majority of, of the problems that happen, whether cases, hospitalization or death happen within 14 to 21 days yes, of the shots. Exactly. And so, and I mean, think about how crazy that is. So if looking at the onset from fairs and these are reported fair enough, not confirmed, that it happens, and what is this? So days, so within within uh, two days. Yeah. Right. Yep. Generally, yeah. Huge. So going down here back to Alberta, here's what they accidentally showed, which is that here. Those that haven't seen it, this is important. I, I wish I gotta remember who first broke this. I don't know if it was Jordan Satchtel. It was a Medium platform, and I forget okay. who it was. I'd love to give them credit because it was important. But see, total cases, you can see that you know there were here's 21 days right there. Yeah. The vast majority, and only gets worse. Yeah. hospitalizations same thing within 20 21 days like 80 percent of what we're seeing and those all get kicked back into unvaccinated mm-hmm. i mean here i can even prove that with what they say right up here it says when they're breaking down the numbers it says in general these are the cases since this time they were unvaccinated or diagnosed within two weeks of the first dose it's right there yeah so that's a with their own data on this one page shows you the reality that they're just kicking down all of these problems now it's possible that those don't all relate to the vaccine but yeah. nobody cares to find out yeah and that's the big point here yeah. so back to that man it's a great great point there that's yeah. crazy yeah 
Yeah, yeah. It's just it's just mind blowing, man. Yeah. I just don't even it's tragic. It really is, you know, and then whether justice will ever be done or even an investigation, like, it, like, can we just at least have an invent, like an open, honest discussion? Like that's right. where the whole, the, the whole crazy thing about it is. It's just like now I'm demonized and I'm a horrible person just for even questioning. This right. Sort of right. Exactly. And back to the point I was making first is that that's, that's what's happening is that we, the, they're creating a false argument. So we're over here going, these could be, yeah. Right. And and why isn't anybody caring to look? And my show yesterday was making the point that based on the studies, they the average should be maybe two to max four collapsing athletes in a given year yeah. with cardiac arrest. Oh God, That's yeah. their studies over ten years. Yeah. And yet, right now, you, I can pr- I can bring up fifteen of them right now from the la- from just this year. Yeah. And these aren't these aren't I'm not saying vaccine related. I believe they're connected, yeah. but I'm not saying that they're just athletes who have had cardiac arrest and died, whether on the field or off. Proven. And nobody cares. That's what six times more than what we're seeing from before. If we're going from one or two, yeah. I mean, my God, yeah. that that's criminal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's incredible. Absolutely. And so, what we need to actually argue here is that these are simply things that are safety signals and should be looked at. And that's we just have to maintain that argument. Otherwise, we're you know where were we on this? Oh, that's right from the from what he's breaking down here. And she's just like conspiracy. Yeah, right. The fact yeah, that yeah. people are having these problems. I mean, yeah. it's undeniable. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Like, it's just like shame on her, man. And I like his response too. It's just like, you're, what did he, what did he call her? A useful idiot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. Good for him. Or first he called her like a mouthpiece for the government. And and that's an important point to remember is that these people, any, you know, arguably, ostensibly, they're all supposed to be journalists fighting against, you know, truth to power, speaking truth to power. Yeah. But that's not what we know. That's not what happens today. Yeah. These, These people in corporate media, they, they, they believe their job is to do that, but mm-hmm. they believe doing that is protecting certain narratives. Yeah. Like that's the best interest of everybody, but it's the government and the intelligence agencies. They're dripping these things in their ear and they just speak them without thinking about it. Yeah. You know, I don't know how they, I don't know how they can justify that. They think they're still standing up to power. You know, yeah. if they're, they have become the mouthpieces of the government, whether they realize it or not. Totally. Totally. And I think there's the people that do understand, because I would say that they're not all useful idiots. Like some of them very deliberately know their role in this whole thing. Right. Yes. And they also know that, that they operate with complete impunity. They know that all of them and all their political people that they cover up for they can do whatever as they long as they tow a certain yeah, line as long as you tow a certain line you can murder you can rape you can just ask vaccine genocide and it's like you know no big deal they yeah. know they know they get away with it i tend to argue i agree but i tend to argue that the ones that are like really dug in in a partisan way you yeah. know like and like gbn like you could argue they're more I, wait mommy left-leaning i guess it's the I, i'm not familiar with the different areas uk but yeah. but i mean you you know there's plenty of ones on the other side of that that are yeah. just the same way and i think the the partisan level of it they're just dug in like ticks and they just yeah. don't care yeah. you know that to me is the biggest problem or one of the biggest problems yep yep so here's another example about the children and this is just it just makes me sick and here bob is following up saying it's even more sad listening to the reasons why they're doing this injecting you know six-month-old babies the childhood study was so small there's no way they studied immunocompromised kids and the point is that they didn't study anybody immunocompromised and her argument in this video which uh which i'll i think i downloaded is they're, the, the baby is immunocompromised. And what I really want to show in here is that, say, the United States has begun distributing COVID vaccines for children as young as six months around the country, and the availability of the shots will improve in the coming days. Now, did, did they did they care whether this baby just got other injections? Do they care whether this baby is immunocompromised or whether they're all these things are important to point out because their own study shows that that's dangerous. Right. And I've shown this many times, but yeah. I'll play this clip while I'm bringing it up, actually. If I did download it, I think. No, of course, I forgot. 
Of course, it's Reuters <laughs> reported on it. Like Reuters and uh, Pfizer, they don't have any conflicts of interest in their board of directorship. At right. All. That's no, a good point no. to make. Go elaborate on that. Tell them what you're talking about. Okay. Well, so there's a guy named James C. Smith, who was the previous CEO of Thomson Reuters Foundation. Well, the, the entire Reuters organization, who is now currently Thomson Reuters. It's like the, uh, what? It's like the the charitable wing. He's like he's very much involved in it, but he's also on the board of Pfizer. So there's a gentleman who has financial interest in both the success of Pfizer and Reuters. Right, on that's board. called so conflict, of interest. conflict of interest. You know, and at the very least, it should be con- like publicly displayed when you're ever talking yeah. about anything related to vaccine. But never, no. never, never, never. No. So there's two things I want people to see in this clip. Is one just what Bob is pointing out that it's just in, it's disgusting, and then I'll show you the Pfizer data that shows that they do not know if it's safe for immunocompromised, let alone a baby. But watch the way that she can't even breathe through this mask. It's it makes it makes me hyperventilate. Like she's struggling, trying to laugh. It's like <laughs> I'm like breathing in when she's talking. And we've seen so many examples like that of people. Like I wish I'd saved this, but there's that woman that was on like the school council meeting where she was she yes. almost passing out, yes. and she's fighting for yeah, why masks should be forced on people. Yeah, yeah oh, I love it's, that. It's just so sad. I just oh watched. God, I can't even look at that. I know, I know. <laughs> Now, note, note right here that her mask is not, she, she's not, she's breathing, but you're not seeing it go, you know, really sucking in and out, yeah. right? Cause she's not, she's just calmly sitting there. But the moment she even has to engage in conversation, watch, watch the mask after it. That's just one side point. The real point is how horrific this is that they're even doing this to children. <laughs> totally sanitary environment with a dog right there next to them yeah. sitting in the middle of a room. Yeah. You know, like what happens if this baby has anaphylactic shock or has only like, the point they keep making, guys, is they do not have all the things they're supposed to have in regard to all the possible things they've reported can happen. Yeah. That's supposed to be required. Yeah. That's why it's not safe to get into Walgreens or at a Waffle House or all the different places they've been or giving these injections up, out. Drive up place. Right. Yeah, yeah. They just yeah. don't have it. You know, it's funny you say that. I'll break one second from this video and I want to show this. I was, I was wanting to find a place to play this. Remember this, guys, from early on. The kid, there's people at the drive in vaccination area and they watched what happened to somebody next to them and they just watch i'll, I'll give commentary after it yeah that's not good yeah damn that's so why i'm not taking that shit oh my god man Right, rub his chest, that'll do it, (laughs) right? You know what that means? They do not have anything else to do. They don't have any other material, because this is in a parking lot. Oh my god. He passes out like three times. That's it. Wow, I hadn't seen that. That's insane. Uh, it really is insane. I mean, and the point is is it one that the poor first point was that it, and this is in their in their documentation. Like anywhere these are being administered, they're required by law to have everything they might need yeah. for any possible side effect. Yeah. And we know that there's been like 500 different super rare side effects so by law there's but they don't they don't have defibrillators and all that's why oh god this guy's passing out let's quickly roll back his seat because nobody we don't want him to see this right (laughs) just rub his chest in hopes that he doesn't die 
Like why those people were still there, I would have been gone. Yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't be there in the first place. No. But. <laughs> yeah, that's insane, man. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, the cognitive dissonance, they're probably like, well, it pro- well, since it happened to him, it probably won't happen to me. Odds are it won't happen to two people at the same place. So yeah, we're good. Roll my sleeve. I remember like, you know, like Tiffany Dover situations, like early on that nurse that passed out in front of everybody. And they're like, no, it wasn't that. It was because she had pricked her skin and she falls, you know, like whatever the, what's that called? When you get a prick in the skin, it causes you to paint or whatever. Oh yeah. That's obviously not true. We've seen way more people. That's an interesting thought experiment, right? The fact that they felt the need to try to cover that up must've meant that they didn't expect to see as many public displays of problems. Sure. Right. At least from their local level, like, Interesting thing to think about. Yeah, totally. Obviously, that was not what it looked like. No. I mean, she passed out because she got hurt by it. And yeah. I still haven't seen anybody follow up on what actually goes on with her. And here's a funny side note. Yeah, three days ago, I was happening by just looking at things on my phone and saw Tiffany Dover's live. And I was like, oh, well, I looked at it. And it was some creepy video where some guy was like breathing. You could hear like, <sighs> like really weird. And showing these weird videos, like personal videos of like her and her kids. And I'm just like, so somebody has access to her account. And I was trying to read the comments and I guess it's happened more than once recently. And they're arguing it's somebody who's trying to like, they hacked it. And they're trying to make it look like, <clears throat> excuse me, whether she's alive or not. I haven't heard the follow up. Let me know in the chat guys, what you've heard, because that's, that's an crazy. interesting point to make, you know, yeah. what happened to her? Yeah. I've, I've heard that a lot of speculation one way or the other, but I hadn't heard about that. That's crazy. Yeah. And I didn't want to talk about it because it was like, I don't know the backstory. Like how yeah. has that been happening every day for a year? I, I don't even know. It's very strange though. Like, Somebody is clearly trying to make it look like something weird is happening. I just yeah. thought that was interesting. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, let's let's finish this this uh, video. She was born uh, at 25 weeks, so she's premature. Um, oh my so, god! So um, the last two years, we spent a lot of time in the hospital. Um, <laughs> um, but breathe. since she's been home, we've spent a lot of time at home um, and away from family and friends. Um, to keep her safe um, because she does have a trach and she has chronic lung disease. So oh it's important God. that she stay safe. Um, so it's been very isolating <laughs> uh, to say the least. And um, we're just excited for today to get her out and being able to be around family and friends. And Right. Because she has the injection, now she can be around the family, right? Yeah. Like, because that makes sense. Like, yeah. not, this is not logical. Like, their own data doesn't back up that even makes sense. They can still spread it. They can still catch it if that's even you believe it's happening, right? But my God, like, the f- mask point aside, I, I'm just laughing at how it, you know, she keeps yeah. sucking it in. It's obviously problematic yeah. for her. But all the things she discussed, lung, I, the lung issues, the, you know, let alone being immunocompromised, like, the, every single one of those are reason enough that this isn't safe because yeah. it hasn't been proven to be safe. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Whether it's like the COVID vaccine or any of these vaccines, man. Like these are all, exactly. these are all contraindications that these people like with compromised immune systems and like already are in a deficit, you know, especially an infant, dude. Like you don't no way, don't. Parents that, don't ever no. I mean, I'm not giving medical advice, but man, <laughs> crazy. You'd have to be crazy. Well, that, that's the point to make there. It's important to go back before COVID land, is that is that and I, I'm just, I said this early on. I'm like, why are they pushing it for immunocompromised? Isn't that the one group that you're not supposed to vaccinate? Yeah. Like it just everything in COVID just got flipped on its ear. Yeah. And so, and, and here, just to show this again, which I know you guys have all seen a million times. And it's important to keep this going for those that are new is the most recent Pfizer data shows still that use it in immunocompromised patients. It says right here, the safety profile of the vaccine is not known in immunocompromised individuals. Like I just still can't get past how ridiculous that is. So she believes it's right because the kid's immunocompromised. And their own data says, we don't even know if that's safe. Fauci, the media, everybody pushes it on them. 
Yeah. Like the, even the argument of benefits outweigh the risk kind of emergency authorization, it still doesn't make sense. Yeah. Right. Cause if you don't know if it's safe, you can't argue the benefits outweigh the risks. Yeah. I'm at yeah. a loss. I mean, it's just child. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Do we have any actual studies about like, you know, this testing on kids anyway? Do no, not. Like well, no. The, no, remember the, the one that we're talking about now, the six month, the four, five year old, it's utterly, it's, it's a farce. Yeah. Right? It came down to seven versus three. Remember the point was there was like something like 3000 kids that got, that didn't finish two thirds of the total number. Mm-hmm. Don't quote me on the exact numbers, but two thirds, which is correct of the entire trial didn't finish the trial. I mean, that should have been, that should have been known void immediately. Yeah, yeah, two thirds. Yeah. What happened to them? Yeah. Why weren't they included? You can't argue that two thirds of the, of the people have serious problems and that all that came from before the study started. Yeah. That's what they did during the earliest yeah, yeah, Pfizer yeah. trials was they go, oh, that, that was they, from before. Yeah. As soon as a person has some sort of indication that something's wrong, they just exclude them from the study right, and, which, and remove them from the data. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Which yeah. is why this is again important yeah. because we're talking about the Alberta information where you give them the injection, and then three days later, they have a heart attack. And they're like, yeah. oh, well, that's not related. Yeah, yeah. So That's literally what they take argue. Take that out. We're going to take that out. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yep. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, at the very least, you should notate what you removed and why, but nope, not happening. Nope. Exactly. Man. Where Oof. were we on this? Oh, right here. So, that and that just since we're here again, as I always point out, this is the one that I, I want people to ask these questions, right? And even with that child I was making before, the little baby, right? Do we know if that kid had flu vaccines? Because right here, it says very clearly, interaction with the vaccines says studies to determine if the co-administration of this injection, COVID-19, with others and the effect and efficacy or safety of those have not been performed. So there you go. Right. There's another example. Right. Or, I mean, any number of these things you could point out or the main one that everyone should be screaming about right now is that right here, as of today or the the last data, they haven't updated this. The long term safety of this injection is unknown at present. Yeah. There you go. (laughs) My God. Yeah. That's crazy, man. Like I was at the gym the other night and I try to like avert my eyes whenever possible. But of course they have like CNN on one screen, MSNBC <laughs> on the other screen. It's so horrible. And they had local news actually it was local news and it, it popped up. It said like, you know, what percentage it was like a survey asking parents the likelihood that they're going to be injecting their kids. Mm-hmm. Right. And it was uh, 18% said, yes, I will 100%. And I was like, okay. And even that I bet's an inflated number. Oh, so yeah. And it said it was like 47% said absolutely no under any circumstances. So I was like, okay, well, that's good. Doesn't that show you something? Right. I mean, that's the majority. And here's the interesting part. We know that they game these studies. Yeah. Or the numbers. Or they, you know, will go to a place where it's probably a predominantly Democrat state and they specifically look for people that are outside vaccine areas, you know, like make sure that they're slanting the study and they still got those numbers. Exactly. You know, and that's the thing we need to keep seeing is that they like the percentage of people vaccinated. Yeah. That's coerced. Yeah. Right. And that's not even 50%. They just admitted. Yeah. So you are the majority guys. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Don't ever forget it, man. And it's just like, they live in these, they, they, they create these little like artificial Truman show bubbles Mm -hmm. that that give the perception that they're the majority, but absolutely they are not. Right. I agree. I agree. Kids her age. Uh, we're going to Canada in you know, <laughs> three weeks for a big family reunion, so <laughs> that should be a lot. More lot. Yeah, so let's just inject the baby with experimental injections because you know we got to go to the Canada. For the, like it's just it's so it's so blithe. Like don't you the fact that he's just kind of these people have drunk the Kool Aid. Yes, right. They do not care about the data. Like just to I mean think about what they're actually arguing there. This is still something that just got emergency authorized, not approved. Just happened. 
And everybody, at least at the very least, there's arguments, even in Congress, they're like, well, that wasn't done properly. And these people rush in and get it. I argue they're either don't care, it's all politically driven, or they're not good parents. And they simply want to do the thing. And what's the only way they can do that? Getting their baby injected. So, okay, I want to go to the concert. So, you know. Well, there's that too. But also, I think it's like the status and virtue thing. It's like, you know, it's yeah. like, it's like, I have a. I have a triple vaccinated trans kid. Look at me. I'm the most popular person in the whole, whole in all of San Francisco. right? Oh, uh, terrible. Yeah. Like just thinking about it. It's like, so that, that, so it's like a, a, a accessory. Yeah. Right. Exactly. They're, they're, they're exactly. like same, the same thing. I, I can't stand with people that treat their dogs that way. Yep. Like, Oh, they got, he hurt his leg. Just put him down. Get another one. Oh. It's like, who are you? Like, yeah. I want to punch you in the face right now. <laughs> exactly. 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 Man. Yep. Let's, let's yep. finish this. I, I don't I think I've even finished what he says here. Less stressful, be, given that she's got some more protection now. <laughs> I would like it if somebody could try to follow up on any of these kids. I don't know if that's even hard. It's probably hard to do. Man, man, oh man, oh man. Yeah, it's 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 so crazy, man. And you know. Honestly, like when I see a parent like that, like they're just, they're victims of this too, man. Like they, they don't, they, they don't know any better. They think that they're doing the most virtuous, awesome thing, man. They, I mean, to, to a certain extent, like I just made the argument, yes, that it's, you know, it's the virtue thing. But at the same time, I think there's a, a lot of people just don't know any better, man. Well, they're it's kind awesome. of the same point though, yeah. because you're, you're right. They, essentially they believe that it's the right thing to do. Yeah. doesn't mean that they're still not motivated by letting other people see that they yeah. did the right thing. It's the same yeah, kind of point, sure, sure. but it's not, you're right. And this is why it's we sad. need, cause in, in the fact that they're doing it more so for the attention, that's That's disgusting. There's no justifiable thing for that, but we have to remember that a lot of people are still confused. We can disagree. We can say that they're wrong, but we have to remember that we were all there at one point. Yeah. And this is my argument about the majority. There's a lot of people out there that are kind of fluctuating between this middle area where they're like, I'm really, I don't trust them. I don't know enough about it. I don't watch the news. I don't care what they say, you know, and, and they, they want to be able to do these things, but they don't trust them. And so they're kind of just being swayed by the general discussion that they kind of glean from, you know, that's the problem, the, yeah. the, the CNN playing on the TV when they're at the dentist or, you know, whatever else. Yeah. And I just, they just believe it, you know, and they just go along with it or they feel like they're in danger. Like people in my family made yeah. the same choice. And it's yeah. like, and now thank God are realizing that they were made the wrong choice and not doing anything else. But you know, it's just funny, like they, the person in my family got that. And then like within three days, everybody got COVID around that, like ever, him, wow. his wife. And I'm just like, God, man, like that's so obvious, but they saw it. Yeah. You know, they saw yeah, through yeah. it. Yep. Well, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, one thing I want to talk about next before we kind of wrap the COVID point up here is interesting how it does seem that from every possible angle that they're, whether they know it or not, they being, you know, whatever the, in this case, the FDA, CDC kind of regulatory agencies Arguing that you should, that in this case, the headline reads, U.S. experts say most supplements are a waste of money. And it just makes me upset because it's obviously important to make sure that you're healthy. Now, I would argue that if you can be completely adequate in your, in your vitamin uptake by just eating healthy, whole foods, then that's the way to do that. Supplements are not a, a, a perfect trade out. Yeah. But for them to come out and just be like, just don't do them. It's not a shortcut to health. It's, so what's the alternative? Like that's, you read this article, they're just kind of like, oh, they're not saying don't do it. But I can, the unspoken point is 
get your vaccinations, right? Follow what the CDC says. But my frustration in all of this is that we know that vitamin C, vitamin D, and in the case they focus on this vitamin A, vitamin E, these things are valuable for people, especially those that may not have the time or the ability to buy certain things. And I just, I don't even understand. I mean, I I do. I got to stop saying that. I understand what the, the motivation is here, you know, to make people less healthy. But do you think, like, what are your thoughts on it? I agree. I agree. This is just a constant soft kill attack on all of our health. You know, the, the main, you know, way that they can control us is by having a weak, uh, unhealthy population. You know, Mm -hmm. the the more weak and unhealthy we are, the more easier we are to look to them for help, to look to big pharma for help, to look Mm -hmm. to the government for help. And so, yes, in every way across the board. And it's like, you know, this, this, this is like a binary weapon system in the fact that they're already, depleting the nutrients and the nutrition out of the food already just through like monocrops and just spraying and everything like the food by the time it gets to us traditionally if we're not very deliberate about where we get and source our food then we're eating garbage you know even if we're even if we're going to like the organic section at your local grocery store that is still stuff that has been you know from the soil that has been depleted like that's a good point uh, 85 percent like like tim james at the uh, the health hero he talks about how like up to 85 percent of all the nutrients that our body needs has been depleted out of like even the healthiest of organic food and so you know supplementation is important and so yeah you know just anything they can do to to demonize that, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and just, just over time makes us less and less healthy people. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And if you're, you're easier to control in the bio health security state when, yeah. you know, you're desperate for some kind of solution, yeah. you know, and, and more than the monocropping or in addition to it, which is the, a great point to make, because that is because of the centralized top-down control of the farming industry that's yeah. been, you know, removing small farmers. Go back to Monsanto and the Terminator gene, all these different things we've talked about that have slowly removed them, then jumped to COVID land where Bill Gates just weirdly buys up all this farmland. Nothing weird there, guys, oh. as he's building all these other things that supplement that. I mean, it's just, whether it's just profit or what I believe it is much more nefarious, those things are crazy. But more than just the monocropping, I mean, the idea that these GMO or specifically GMO is one point as well, but the organic food, it's it's in and of itself become a scam. And not to say that organic's not better or shouldn't be used, but the idea is that we have broken the regulatory discussion around that, like especially in the United States or places like Mexico, for instance, the way that, and this is not so much a representation of Mexico, but rather what the U.S. government regulatory agencies allow, they're, they're not organic. Yeah. It's a game they play. Yeah. And in most cases, in what they use is some kind of these or, marked organic you know, pesticides and things that are in many cases way more dangerous for you. But just because it's organic, you know, yep, yep, yep. I like the comment in the chat here is supplement from your garden. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Right. See, that's the thing to your point. You're saying go grow your own food. I know, man. That's, that's my goal. I'm, I'm, I'm that's a life goal here. <laughs> right. Right. It should be for all of us, man. I, know, I'm I mean, working on it. I just shared that thing yesterday about the, you know, they're like, oh, this big solar problem is building for the sun. It's going to, you know, like, what is, is that their excuse to, you know, EMP tomorrow? And, yeah, yeah. you know, it's like, who knows? It's a, it's a hypothetical, but yeah. it's a good reason to start getting ready. Yeah. yeah Why not? Get yeah. some water, food. Yep. 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 Important. I agree. Networking, build your own supply lines. Right. I pulled up this vitamin D study that just gets into like, this is, you know, peer reviewed science from, from 2012 that openly discusses how vitamin D is like in, in, you know, paramount. It's like the most for your immune system. It's super important. And then I was trying to grab the other one where you're talking. I didn't see it pop up, but I forget which, but I think it was. I forget which location it was. I'm going to look it up real quick, but one of the, uh, I think it was Georgia outlawed vitamin D. Remember that? No, I don't remember hearing about that. Not outlawed, but essentially said you couldn't. Here, I'll grab it. It's got to be right here. Yeah, here it is. This it's Georgia. This is so crazy, and this is why I pulled that one up too, as you can see. And this is you know a supplement, vitamin D, these multi you know multivitamins. These are all considered supplements, you know. And and the point is that you know we can see that they know vitamin D is 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 
very important to your immune system. But if you don't, if you remember, here is Georgia during COVID mania saying oh. that vitamin D products as treatments for COVID and other diseases. Okay. So what, you can't even use it for the flu? Yeah. Cold? Nope, nope. It's illegal now for any other disease. That's what they're saying. It's now, you have to stop. A federal court entered a permanent injunction. It's like, I mean, even Fauci said something about vitamin D early on in the COVID discussion. Yeah. You know, this just shows you how quickly the, the conversation can slant and you're not, they, it's vaccine or bust. Yeah. I remember hearing about this being reported, you know, and this is the first time I even learned how the FDA actually has like a law enforcement wing to it. That's you know, crazy. like, like they actually have like people with badges and guns with, with like FDA on their badge. You know what I mean? Like that was the first time I learned about that whole phenomenon. You know, it's just like, I'm realizing we do have time limitations today. So let's jump over. I just okay. realized it's already two o'clock. So you're I don't good, want to you're see good. You. All right. So jumping over here, let's uh, go to the last point of COVID. I just wanted to make people see and give me your thoughts on this. If you have any polio virus detected in London, sewage samples. Oh, cool. So now they're going to push the idea of polio vaccines out of nowhere, right? In the wastewater. Here, guys, is probably, here's here's my opinion on this. This seems like a testing the water situation for, oh, we just discovered COVID in your sewage water. Whitney and I have talked about this going all the way back to early COVID days in Pittsburgh, I think, where it started, where this is the beginning of medical pre-crime, saying we could test your wastewater and take signals from that and say, oh, oh, oh there's a building COVID problem coming, and then take action because of that. You don't need to prove anything. And then- where, how, where does it end up? Oh, good thing we did that because it didn't happen. Yeah, <laughs> well, was it ever going to happen or did you just want us to take injections, right? Now, I'm not saying I know that. All the conspiracy theorist pointers out there. But the reality is polio virus, why? What now? What changed? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. An injection that's genetically altering is suddenly being all these weird things are starting to happen again for the first time ever. Give me your thoughts. Well, okay, so, <laughs> well, polio, are you sure it's not spinal meningitis virus detected? Like, okay, no, bad joke, bad joke. Um, but, uh. <laughs> But like, okay, so yes, your guys is like, and I've heard Whitney talk about this too, the idea of like the the medical pre-crime, you know, like looking at sewage waste treatment and then taking like, you know, uh, martial law responses. Like, like I know that that's in their playbook for sure, mm-hmm. but it's, it's so scary to think that they are dictating policy based on like sewage samples, you know, and that could be, that could be skewed any which way, you know what I'm right. saying? Like, it's well, so even if it's true, like, yeah. why do they get to make decisions? Like, okay, so here's what this all ties into for me is we remember that from, from the international level, we know that the WHO treaty and the amendments and all that's happening. And that's, that's the larger conversation. And we've read the outline saying, well, if you know what they call it is a, is a treaty with teeth, yeah. which means, Oh, well now we can force you to do this. Yeah. We can, if, if the U S says Iran has a breakout, they're allowed to go into Iran, whether or not, whether Iran wants it. Let's imagine how that could be abused, right? So that this is also happening at a lower level. I just talked about now the U.S. government saying, because of our terrible response, which again, I made the joke yesterday was, right now you go online and say, the U.S. government conducted a terrible response and killed lots of people by, by doing so, you'd be censored. Yeah. They just admitted their response was terrible. That's why we need to reimagine your health care. Yeah. Right. That's happening right now. So it's yeah. contradictory. Yeah. But that's the same point. So they're saying we need to reimagine the future and how that works. So the bottom line is this is, a, I think, a kind of sample for how this goes in, in controlling. Now they can say, look, we found this in there. You don't get to question our solution. Right. Yeah. You need to take these injections because of our new healthcare system. Right. Yeah. That's what's already happening. So just I'm not saying that we this this may be a. a I don't want to say a monkeypox scenario because monkeypox does seem to be continuing to increase like their narrative around it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was going to call it like, I thought at first it seemed like one of these testing the water situations. Right. Yeah. But. yeah or just seeding that seeding it in our, in our minds, you know, you know, you have some hemorrhagic fever over here, sprinkle a little polio over bird there. Flu. You know, just yeah. Like kind of just, yeah. A little bird flu. Just kind of put in your psyche. Like you guys be afraid. Right. Gotta be afraid. Cause Biden just told you there's going to be another pandemic, yes. right? It's gonna, it's gonna happen. Yes. And as it says, the disease was common in the UK in the fifties, but it was eliminated in 2003. Well, 
limited, huh? Yeah. So where did it come from then? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, it came from Bill Gates' vaccines, the oral polio in Africa. That's where it came from. Right. If you really want to get technical about right. it. But, you know, and it, it's just interesting that this is already like it's coming back up and whether or not it's even real, you know, it, it's we it, people won't even question this if they're in lockstep with the idea that they know what's best for you. And that's yeah. what they're pushing in. And yeah. just it concerns me. Yeah, it's concerning. <laughs> Here's a weird one. Anthrax in southern Russia. OK, I, that was a little alarming this morning. I said, what do we know so far? Well, obviously, their argument is, you know, in a in a region in south or southern Russia has been diagnosed with the dangerous bacterial infection anthrax. Now, it doesn't seem that there's any argument in here that it's necessarily a weaponized kind of a thing, but it's talking about, uh, where was it? it it's, it's oh, where did it say it? Hold on, let me find it again. Drug clinical skin. Uh, I can't find it. I'm just trying to do it real quickly. The point was that this was something that was, you know, the, the classical way these are supposed to be translated or transmitted from the environment, yeah. right? That's the, the kind of, it, there is a natural occurrence of this stuff, so they say. But my interest in this is how weirdly timed it is. And how it does seem to relate back to the, you know, 9-11 kind of like bio, smallpox bioweapon argument during 9-11 became anthrax, which scared those people into voting for the 9-11, yeah. you know, pa- 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 uh, Patriot Act. So the fact that it's popping up now in Russia of all places, I don't know. I just that seems really weird to me. Yeah. That's all I have to say about it. I don't yeah. know where it's going to go. But any thoughts on it? Uh, again, you know, it's just like, OK, here's something else to be afraid of. And right. It's just like, you know, again, when. uh when all these narratives collide in really weird ways, it always kind of is like, okay, what are they trying to do here? We've got Russia, we've got anthrax, and, you know, it's anthrax has been used to help drive certain narratives in the past. And right. so it's like, are they just rehashing old, old playbooks? And, and, yeah. and with the confluence of Russia now, it's like, okay, they're, 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 they're pulling something. I'm not well, sure yeah. what you're up to, but I know or, this is, here's another possibility yeah. to look at. And again, these are all just hypotheticals that, you know, maybe this was a, a Ukraine bioweapon. I mean, it's a, sure. a valid thing to think about. Yeah. I'm sure if that is something even remotely on the table, Russia will scream about it, yeah. you know, but yeah. interesting to think about because yeah. those, that is a valid concern with what yep. they're doing in these labs and building. And, and by the way, I haven't talked about this yet, but for those following the story of the two Americans that they claim are, you know, in captivity in, in Russia, which uh-huh. I shouldn't say claims, apparently that is the reality. Apparently one of them based on their, the patches they were wearing on the military uniforms is a biological weapons expert. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, well, that's pretty interesting. Yeah, so is. maybe there's a reason that they got captured. Maybe because there was something that was happening, you know, these yeah. valid Crazy. concerns. Crazy. Uh, let's see. So we have about a half an hour. So let's go through. Uh, probably about probably about 15 minutes. Okay, good, good, good. That's right. You're right. So let me fly through these really quickly and we'll finish off yeah. with some of your points that we were going to talk about at the end. Cool. I just want to make a couple points here in regard to the supply chain. Right. And actually, we should have started with one of these that seems more relevant to the one we were just talking about, which is <laughs> bird flu on the rise in the UK. Are chickens in the back, guard, back garden to blame? It's like, OK, for crying out loud. So now it's a crossover from pandemic worries everywhere all the time. But maybe we should stop you from being able to grow your own food and have your own chickens and exactly. collect rainwater. And it's like yeah. it's just it's very frustrating. Yep. Now, th- this this whole supply chain issue or price hike or inflation, right? That's what this all ties back to my mind. And here's another example of drone strikes hit Russian refineries near Ukraine. Now you can go into the story and it seems pretty clear to me. And I even, there's a couple of examples of Ukraine even claiming these strikes that Ukraine is targeting oil refineries. Mm-hmm. They admitted to the one in Crimea, they just hit. Like, why isn't that a relevant point in regard to the issue with oil and gas hikes? They're clearly targeting these things. And interestingly enough, the one in Crimea was one that was literally under sanctions from the U.S., Look at that coordination. Yeah. Let's start there because they were using it and they didn't want them to. Like, these are having direct effects, no matter how small, on the on the gas prices, on the oil flow. That's important. That's why I put hashtag Putin's gas hike. Yeah. <laughs> it's stupid to think it's only a one one small thing. 
uh, here, let's let's do this first. Actually, these are out of order because here's the next point in this: is inflation was high before Ukraine. Guess mm-hmm. who just said that? Powell tosses Biden back right. under the bus. It says so interesting as he speaks up and says that this is the reality. And by the way, you've heard this from me. You probably heard it from Scott as well. This was happening before this all started in mm-hmm. Ukraine. The gas. I mean, I think it was. I remember when Pelosi had to admit it really clumsily in a, in a briefing that the gas prices had been up at like. 60 70 percent of that amount before putin did it but then it got worse after him and it stole putin's gas hike yeah just kind of stupid yeah exactly so yeah, it's crazy man the the fed's basically saying that this is is inflation is these i guess maybe you could argue a combination of trump and biden's fault if you wanted to say if it happened before ukraine but either way it's not because of the war in ukraine alone i'm yeah. sure it has a small effect yeah but that's important because they're lying to you about that yeah absolutely and isn't it like the u.s sanctions being placed on russia Technically, that that could if like if we're talking in their in their narrative, mm-hmm. right? Isn't it like the U.S. sanctions, like like restricting their oil coming to us in the first place? Well, but m- more so Europe than anywhere else. But yeah, yeah. exactly. That's yeah. exact. That's why even in Europe, they're playing this game where they're like out of one side of their mouth, they're like, you know, we stand with Ukraine and we're not going to. But then there's like these weird secret deals and stuff being made to make sure they can still get things through loophole. It's because they need it. Yeah. Right. This is why the Nord Stream pipeline from Russia to Germany was such a big issue for the United States because they don't want anybody doing anything that benefits the russian government there's not yeah. illegality there yeah it's legal germany's yeah. signing deals with them they just yeah. don't want it yeah, yeah. they even threatened to sanction germany when that's happened and yeah. what did this one of the main things that happened when this all started was the end of the Nord Stream two pipeline yeah you know it's like there's a lot of multifaceted things but and it's, it's also like all the late night talk show host people saying like well, i'm happy to pay a dollar more for gas if it means yeah, sticking it's, it's putin it's yeah. like okay you're gonna take that out of your million dollar salary yeah, right exactly. yeah yeah i'm sure you don't care right <laughs> and they're testing that's yeah, the well, there's punchline. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. There's plenty of Americans that a 2% increase in their daily drive is yeah. way more than they can afford. Yeah. You know, and it's like, so it's it, all that is is siphoning more money away from the people that can't afford it. Yeah. Same thing that, by the way, that carbon tax would do. Yeah. Or are we really going to pretend that the companies would stop their pollution? No, they're no. going to pay the carbon tax and keep polluting. Yeah. The only people that will stop because of it are people that can't afford the tax. It's, yeah. it's such an obvious attack on the poor. Yeah. So here's the next article. Only 11% of Americans believe Biden narrative that Putin is to blame for record gas price. Now, of course, this comes from Zero Hedge posting Paul Joseph Watson. So I guarantee it's aggressively <laughs> slanted on the Republican side of this and probably a, a poll taken where it's mostly Republicans. Same point reverse from earlier. Yeah, that yep, scene, right? Exactly. That happens everywhere on the yep. two-party illusion. Yep. But it's still interesting that you can see, I, I agree with this, that most people recognize, whether it's Republicans and Biden or Trump and anybody else, that the government is responsible or what's happening right now. And the same part from before. And I, that's the false majority. Yeah. Right. I just, this is where I think that the partisan paradigm people, the abusing that step in and hijack valid discussions and drive it into the ground. Yeah. QAnon. Yeah. Right. Yeah, where you yeah. had people that were like, let's question everything. And yes. then they got them diving into the, you know, what's the narrative, the line I keep saying that if they get you asking the wrong questions, they don't care what answers you find. Yeah, totally. Right? Exactly. exactly. I argue a lot of those Q people were, were had the right intentions. Yeah. They wanted to find these things, but yeah. they drove them into some ridiculous things that yep. were, you know, they were sprinkled with truth, yep, but yep. they were meant to go nowhere. And I think that's pretty clear now. Yep. I, but I guess there's still people out there that are like, Trump's still president. <laughs> it's just, yeah, I don't even know. That's, that's crazy I, to me. Yeah, hey, baby, I'm wrong. I'll maybe, admit if it happens, I'll be, I'll admit it. Come on. I'll take it. I'll take it. Come on. Bring it on. I don't want that. I don't want any of them. Oh, th- okay. this, this was the, well, I mean, I just, I don't trust well, I, that he. Wait, no, no, no. I didn't mean that. I mean, like if, like if all the, wouldn't it be great though? Like if it just like all of a sudden, like we woke up one day and like all the Q people were right. Like it'd just be like, okay. Well, I'll if only if that amounted to 
amounted to not just that Republicans win, yeah, exactly. but that they really did have a nonpartisan, you know, that we're fighting yeah. for freedom exactly. of the Constitution. And, and it's all about and, and tomorrow you see you see all of them in arrested. And it's, exactly. yes, I would be yeah. happy with That'd that. Be and I'd say I was wrong about Trump and he did it. And we're yeah. saying I would I would run through the streets yep. clapping. Yep. Right. I'd be yep. happy about that. John F. Kennedy Jr. is back. And everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. So, all the so happy be so crazy can you all these I can, we could do a whole show about how <laughs> yeah. all the silly arguments that have been made and oh they're in guantanamo and it's they're yeah. rounding them all up and the military tribunals it's yes, like my Hillary god Clinton was in the sewer, <laughs> yeah. dude. oh my god this whole time Jeez. my god they're gonna hate us right now for them <laughs> but so uh oh, we can i'll skip this since we already <laughs> talked about it uh finally i just want to add that britain says ukraine used a u.s made missile to sink the Russian po- boat that was sunk, you know, or this is actually a different one, a tugboat apparently. But it's an interesting thing that we keep seeing. Like this is a U.S. proxy war. We need mm-hmm. to be honest about that. Mm-hmm. If you look at the breakdown of military spending, it's it's like it's like ninety something percent of the total spending. And I could be wrong on that. I'm just trying to picture the graph. It's like exponentially more spending than any other country is the U.S. Right? It's like the next six countries combined. Like they're spending more than anybody. So it's obvious that they're the ones progressing this. Yeah. You know, and also, also I was going to say too, that like, you know, I think war arguably across the board has always been a money laundering scheme. It's a way oh, totally. to take vast amounts of money and give it to the people who, you know, you, you feel like you need to pay out or put it into your own pockets, but never before has it been this blatant. Right. It's just so obviously just a money laundering operation. So a proxy war equals money laundering operation. And it's so, right? so obvious. And these aren't conspiracy theories, you know, and this is especially what I'm going to say next, which is that these have been verifiable these are these are proven by groups like oxfam i think that's the right group i'm the name the groups out there that generally at least and i'm not saying we should trust any of these groups but they point out things about human trafficking or you know child abuse or you know whatever's happening in these war zones and that is a guarantee uh vanessa bailey made this big and she presented evidence to the hague in fact in 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 regard to the white helmets it's very clear they were caught trafficking children, yep. organs, all sorts of stuff. Yep. And this is this is what we see in all these war zones. And whether I'm not saying it's one group or the other, I and mean, I wouldn't be surprised if there are people in any you know Russian government, U.S. government that are they're not all on the same page ever. So there's going to be factions of groups that take advantage of any situation, you know. And it doesn't mean that Putin made it happen or that Biden made it happen. It could be, but yeah, you're right. It's just horrific, and that's why war is bad no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. like what's happening here. Whatever you side you think is right or wrong or whatever. Underneath it all, there is horrific things happening on the yeah, ground right now. 100%. And, it, and who takes the brunt? Of average people. Yeah. The Ukrainians. Yeah. Sad. Yep. Very sad. And on that same note, again, kind of carrying this point over, realizing that the study specifically about the adverse events, it, it outweighs the risks or outweighs the benefits, right? The risks of these injections outweigh the benefits. That's the fact. And that's not just because of that one study. Well, here's what we're seeing as they try to aggressively cover up, in my opinion, what we're seeing in an unprecedented fashion. This story, guys, it I, it's this should be enough to wake up pretty much anybody. This is from the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. Now, I lived in California for a long time. I'm very familiar with the temperatures of San Francisco, the temperatures of the, the state in general. Now, yes, San Francisco tends to be a little bit cooler by the Bay, right? But an average te- – actually, let's, let's do that real quick before we start. What is the average temperature? I don't know if, if that even happens. Average temp in San Francisco. Oops, I misspelled it. what it says okay this this is so perfect i couldn't have had it i couldn't have asked for a better breakdown okay so here's what we're saying average month and where we're june right now okay so the average temperature for june going back however long they break this down is 71 degrees yeah uh fahrenheit 55 celsius i believe is that the other 
No, that's high low. Excuse high me. Low, That'd be low. way too high. I, I'm not good with the Celsius breakdown. <laughs> high high low is a 71.55. Okay, and then you go down to September 74. So it doesn't really fluctuate that much, right? So here's the point. San Francisco. It says fans suffer medical emergencies at the Warriors parade. No major injuries or issues at the time. Most were heat related. That's their argument. Heat related. It says the medical situations included people suffering heart attacks heat stroke, physical trauma, and falling down. San Francisco Fire confirmed that there were no major injuries or issues, well, at least now, you know, who knows what's going to happen. Heart issues don't just stop, right? That's a lifelong thing in most cases. The injuries were mainly related to the heat and dehydration, they said. The firemen do. They said this. I don't even know how they could argue this. Get this. Temperatures in San Francisco that day on Monday, which is what it's saying, climbed to as high as 75 degrees. <laughs> 75 Oh my God, it was hell on earth, wasn't it? Oh, I mean, for crying out loud, guys, just to be clear, they're talking about on Monday, right? That's what we're discussing. And on that day, it was 75 degrees. Get this. It says the coast will be at least 70 degrees until Friday. At least 70 degrees. I mean, seriously? Like, where are all the San Francisco people out there laughing? 70 is a great day. That's a beautiful day out there. As CNN reported that more than 100 high temperature records could be broken in various cities nationwide. 100 degrees, that's very common in a lot of places around the country. Yeah, yeah. Just, supposed to be 100 degrees to get today here. Yeah, I'm right. Down. Now, I'm not saying it can't great. be dangerous. Of course, for elderly people, you know. Although so it doesn't on. say this, hold on. It's saying 100 high temperature records. It's not saying 100 degrees. 100 high temperature records could be broken. More than 100 high temperature records. Uh, I guess you could read it either way. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you could argue that it would be a hundred different places. Cities, hundred different cities. That'd be a really weird way to say that. But you're right. You're right. Maybe that's that's how I. It's the same point either way, though. Right. Same point either way. I guess they just don't. It almost makes the point better if they're not saying a hundred degrees and they're just arguing that it'd be other seventy-five degree temperatures. They really really missed a big opportunity to blame this on climate change. Yeah, yeah. I promise you, it's coming. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. I didn't throw that in there. I just can't get past how stupid that is. Again, don't forget. So the average temperature is 71. So you're telling me a four degree increase from the average is enough to give people heart attacks, yeah. falling down, heat stroke. Yeah. I mean, we only, should only only in a world where everybody's been vaccinated. Yes. Right. Maybe. Right. Which is, I think I had right here. This is my point. I said, huh? Heart attacks, heat stroke, falling down because of 75 degree weather. This is just getting clownishly ridiculous. Sure. Couldn't be the experimental gene therapy. They were all yeah. forced to take multiple times because that would be crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like, really? It's just like politics blinding people to this. It's like, oh my God, mm-hmm. it's just incredible. Mm-hmm. And I, I discussed this yesterday, by the way, jump in. If you've got any thoughts, I'm trying to rush okay. because I know you got a couple minutes. Uh, I just discussed this the other day in regard to ending the collapsing athlete debate and what I did, please check it out guys. And by the way, I'm going to give myself a pat on the back again for this wonderful, Beautiful. wonderful thumbnail. thumbnail. <laughs> I'm very proud of that, but th- this is obvious. And my point I made yesterday, that's why I'm pointing this out again today is that if you simply, if you just remove the vaccine, which you, it's a, it's an obviously relevant point to this, but remove the vaccine from the conversation around the collapsing athletes and just acknowledge that the studies themselves make it clear that it's average 140,000, 180,000 a year should be collapsing. And if we have around 30 to 40,000 athletes in this country, which we do, I went over yesterday, that should amount to maybe one, maybe two in a year. Yeah. So right here, I can show you two right now. One and two right there. Boom. Yep. There you go. We're already, we should already be going, whoa, we're way over the, but we have 15, 20, 30, a hundred, right? And these are athletes just having cardiac arrest and dying. Not to even argue the vaccine conversation, because why is that in and of itself not enough? The arguments yesterday were people that were their job is to follow cardiac arrest in sports. And all their argument is, well, it's no, there's no proof. It's a vaccine. Okay. Well, fine. 
why aren't you worried about why it's happening yeah. 40 times the normal amount? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. it's absolutely crazy to me. Yeah, the fact that there is no, like, just like, why this isn't headline news across the board. Like, right. the correlation. Yes, they're reporting on each individual case, but the fact that they're not reporting the correlation and say, we don't need to get to the bottom of this. Well, like, no, what's going on? Well, no, know? but see, I agree with that, right? Yeah. That's It's very obvious that the correlation of the injections being given is the most obvious for anybody who wants to investigate. But just yeah. for the sake of reaching these people, don't even include the vaccine. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Why, not, it's, well, why aren't they going, why are all these athletes collapsing then? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, we don't need to correlate it to the vaccine. I'm just saying, like, like each one of these cases, yes, maybe getting put out as an individual case. But none of these reports are saying, like, this is the 87th this year or anything like that. Like, right, that's, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it's just simply that they can see the the, the building of these all around. The, all around. Yeah. And to, and to, to finish this off, I want to make sure we acknowledge again, this is the one from yesterday. Well, they literally claim this 25-year-old man died from natural causes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. this is getting ridiculous. Yeah. This is clownish. It's cartoonish. Yeah. How can you even argue something like that? Where are all the doctors that are going to be like, that's just literal. You don't just die for no reason yeah. when you're 25. You know what I mean? Like, it's just not, I mean, maybe there's some kind of freak occurrence that you can argue. And then again, we would argue why that's happening so often against yeah. the, you know, the amount. And this one was the one from the day before. 26-year-old. Oh, no, excuse me. This is from today. Right. So wow. add this. This is from today. Jalen Ferguson dead at 26. Now, again, the argument, I don't know. They're investigating. They did not release any data. So this could be, you know, a suicide or whatever. And that would t- take it off the argument. But yeah. my point is that we're not saying we can prove it, but this is alarming. This is happening so much. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, it's so crazy. Now, we were going to get into a bunch more conversations, but we're just, yeah. we'll do it again. Scott, yeah. and I, this is not the last time we're going to do this. Yeah, no, I appreciate you, man. Like, I, I've got an interview with Miriam Hanane here, investigative journalist, in about 15 minutes. Outstanding, so, yeah. Come over to Studio B and do that. Right, yeah. right. I'll be on her show, I think, coming up this coming, or next, no, actually next month. In cool. a couple of weeks, I'll be doing that. Cool. Well, just just quick shout out in general, to, or just recognition of the the just, vote that just took place 64 to 34 vote advancing bipartisan gun legislation so it still has to be enacted it still has to be voted on but they're going forward with this bipartisan based on everything else we talked about um one of the points we were going to get into in general was the uvold shooting and i'll leave people with this last thought in regard to as even whitney webb points out i'll read the tweet first this teacher called her husband and told him that she would be that she had been shot and was dying That's a police officer. Her husband, a police officer, tried to take down the shooter, but was detained by other officers and had his gun taken away, according to this corporate media report. Right. And this is this is a guy from not that it matters, you know, whatever corporate media. So Whitney says, "Okay, I, for one, think the Uvalde shooting police response is getting really hard to just write off as incompetence. Yes. Right. So all we're saying is ask questions, guys. It doesn't have to mean everything anybody wants to say it means with all the hyperbolic statements. It just simply means there's something strange going on. Very strange. Time to ask questions. Yep. Thank you all for being here. We got to rush off because Scott's got to get to his next his next interview. Mm-hmm. So thank you all for being here. Plenty more to come. And we're planning on doing a lot more interesting things with the studio in general. So as always, guys, any last thoughts, Scott? Uh, yeah, if you want to see the interview with Miriam Hinane, uh, Rebunk.News is the website. I'll be on Rockman, live on Rockman here in about 15 minutes. Outstanding. Awesome. Outstanding. All, All right, guys. Hey, Brian, thank you so much, brother. I just freaking can't uh, tell you how much I appreciate you having me on. Pleasure to have you, brother. As always, question everything. Come to your own conclusions. Stay vigilant. I see all the people led into deception by the very men bound to care blinded by the promises unknowingly sold despair so leave your herd of sheep and follow this shepherd to revolutionary ends
world that you knew has changed around you. It's all become a money game. It's all become a money game. It's all become a money game.